0: Welcome back to Who Gets Love. It's BJ here to bring us into our next discussion. And it's something we have all experienced a time or two, maybe a time or 10, and it's still happening today. One of the things that has always bothered me in the discussion topics we have on social media is the what do you bring to the table discussion. And one of the reasons I despise this now is because without two people knowing it, most of the time that this question is asked it's an indirect way of assessing should you even be able to sit here as if the purpose is not for two people to come together for the sake of getting to know each other in fairness so in an odd way when you ask this question whether you know this or not you seem unprepared for the process ahead because instead of doing the work and getting to know the best and worst of what you have to work with, you just want people to tell you who they are up front with no regards to the process you accepted. Which brings us to the topic, the potluck. I came to the realization that a lot of our table manners come from the family gatherings we have had all of our lives with some people who never bring shit to the table, but hunger and expectations of the meal. So Crystal and I are going here because in these potlucks, There is a lot to discuss on both sides. Whoever you are in these examples we have in parts one and two of this conversation we're having may tell you why you are the way that you are at dinner tables with family and with significant others. So let's just get straight into this. No, who gets
1: love with Crystal and BJ.
0: So I had this strange idea from um, one of our many debates and what came to me after we were done with the back and forth dialogue is that there is a similarity to how we deal with people from our family, traditional spaces. There's a similarity to how we deal with the people we date in the same capacity. And um, what struck me was the potluck, right? We all know what a potluck is when it comes to black culture Um, it's supposed to be a pool of resources that we all use to come together to nourish the family as a whole. But it's a little bit different in how we're going to address this conversation, because the potluck is not necessarily talking about the dishes per se, but it's talking about the people that typically prepare or do not contribute to preparing. These dishes. So, I wanted to kind of show you just how similar the potluck is to dating because there are so many people that we are introduced to in this space, like the bring nothing but yourself person. Like that is a person created within the family of the potluck. Right. Oddly enough, the gesture is basically saying that you don't have to be concerned with what you do not have or what you lack, Um, you're still a part of the unit. But at a certain point, to me, just to me, you should be able to level yourself up from that and all of those freebies you've used over however many family gatherings you've attended. So who is that person in that potluck space when it comes to the dating situation, that person that shows up day in and day out? expecting to be treated like everybody else that actually contributes to the situation but actually brings nothing like does this make any sense to you as i'm speaking about this
1: yes yes it does um what i would like to uh include is that this conversation as a whole is challenging me and i welcome the challenge okay (laughs) and i'm so glad you you know decided to go in the direction that we're going today because when you first uh, introduced this when I was like, okay, it's time to grow. It's time to grow. <laughs> right, <laughs> You're right, growing. Right. <laughs> so, I mean, like, I, I feel like I totally understand that person at the potluck, the person that comes empty-handed, but prepared to receive. And I think we kind of have to, we don't have to, But I would say that I am going to show kindness to this person because they're not empty-handed because they're necessarily selfish. They're empty-handed because they were coaxed into just coming, right? I feel like this is the person that wouldn't have come at all, but the family know their situation. So they're like, come on, you don't worry about none of that. Just come. So with them being made comfortable to have to bring nothing and show up—that's like what they've grown used to. So they don't purposely bring nothing. It is just what they've grown used to because it's been asked of them.
0: Mm-hmm. Does that make yes, sense? Yes, it does. But um, what I will say to that is, what you're referencing is a family matter. So you're okay. showing up to a dinner table, okay, with a a suitor who wants to get to know you and wants to investigate a lot of what appears on the surface, but he has no detailed answers to. So that may be perfectly fine in the family space Mm -hmm. or the family um, dynamic, but we're talking about a space where you're supposed to give in exchange with another human being. So- You can't apply that logic, in my opinion, to the space in which we're referring to. But because this is such a familiar area for people to exist in when they don't have, it's justified for them to still believe that they deserve because the idea is, well, if I had it, I would get it. But where's the evidence of you trying to get it?
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. I also, I I see a parallel here. Um, I see the parallel because of the, because you're made comfortable with, you know, your lack, Mm -hmm. right? You present it as something, right? Because they've made you comfortable. Somebody convinced you at the dinner table, at home, in the family circle, that your presence was just enough, Right and this is what you're leading with in the dating realm because they have made you think that was okay. I feel like women can relate to this idea because for so long we have been told that you know we're not the, the providers of the home. We're we're not supposed to come with a lot. We are the prize. Mm-hmm. We you know so like you just show up and the man, if he wants you, he gonna do this, that, and the third. Like, that's the idea. That's what I'm getting from that. That's why I want to be kind to it. And I'm not excusing it for not having anything, for them not having anything. I'm just saying that's the idea. Okay. Now, once that idea has been basically rejected and them being called out on what's happening, like, I don't know if you realize this, but you ain't bringing that there, right? Once they've been made aware, then they can change. But initially i feel like there needs to be an understanding that this was the standard set for them so they absolutely don't realize it's a problem when they bring that I, that headspace that mentality that empty that empty handed mentality to the dating world they don't realize it's a problem till it's called out so yeah you you gotta be you gotta i guess be lucky to be called out not just lift at the table wow. you know so that's what i wanted to bring yeah
0: out. i mean well i'll leave the You know, the sweet soul responsibilities to you because I really (gasps) want to challenge this dynamic because I think that this woman Mm -hmm. um, and I'm only saying woman because I'm the male in the conversation. So Mm -hmm. I have to kind of speak for the men in this regard. That woman shows up on a lot of dates with us. The one that believes that her presence is just enough. Um, Mm -hmm. That woman is oftentimes more concerned with the grading of the guy sitting across the table from her more than she is the information um, that is held within him that could possibly intrigue interest or even entice or attract her. So she's not going to do what she needs to do for the relationship nourishment that she believes that she's entitled to. Because first he has to prove himself because my presence is just enough. My availability is what gives you the idea that I am ready for what you have to show me you're offering. And it's it's a little arrogant in a sense. And I'm often wondering, have we developed these ideals from our family spaces where we've always been made to feel like we're entitled to the exact equal of the person who actually puts forth the the effort like do you believe that you truly deserve to feel equal in spaces where truth be told you know you didn't measure up the same as the person who actually put forth an effort so it's kind of difficult to be nice to her today
1: Well, I get it. I understand. I feel like we are we're in a new day and a lot of people are really harsh on this empty handed woman. Mm -hmm. right but again i'm going to continue with my sweet soul speak and explain (laughs) that she didn't become this way because this is what she thought was okay this is what was learned this is what was taught you know this is what was given to Mm -hmm. her she's just accepting the role she was given right and so i'm not saying there's no change and i'm not saying she understands she's you know bringing nothing and still doing it i i'm just saying she's totally unaware that more is required of her. And that's why I'm giving her, like, an understanding because more is required, but she doesn't know because nobody ever told her. And she's just going with what she was given. Mm-hmm. Right? And and I think that's the position a lot of us are in, men and women. We Nobody told us we had to do more. Nobody did. Most of us are not prepared for dating. Right, right. So that that's why I'm just like, I have to, I have to try to express to the best of my ability that this is not just an arrogant person per se, as much as it's an ignorant person.
0: Okay. So we're, so we can give her the benefit of the, of the doubt and yes. say that she's naive. Okay.
1: Yes. So yes, she's in ignorant. this
0: space where we're talking about dating, considering that um this is a, this is actually the root of a family issue. Who Mm -hmm. breaks this cycle for her? Is it the responsibility of the family or is it the responsibility of the man that is trying to be in her life?
1: It's the responsibility of experience, right? So I'm not saying that man, you know, that her first encounter or her third or her last. I'm just saying like life should teach her before she gets to this dating table. Seriously, that there is more required of her experience should teach her you know you would hope that before she got to this point in life to where she's looking to date and be with someone and be someone's partner that life experience had showed her that you can't just show up it's so much more but i do understand that a lot of us are you know sheltered in a sense to where when we get to this dating table we know nothing
0: mm, yeah that's very true um for my guys if there are any that is um tuning into this conversation, there is well, the guys, a,
1: y'all out there. It
0: it has to be, but I, you know, they don't speak yeah. as much as I do. So okay. I gotta kinda like call out and hope that somebody hears and responds. But <laughs> there's another, um there's another method that we have to take in this situation where we're dealing with the just bring yourself young lady Mm -hmm. that we have to be nice to because she's naive you have to have a a much better pullout game and I'm not speaking (laughs) from the physical or sexual interaction your pullout game means that you have to know when to exit this dating situation Ah. right Mm, okay I think that one of the things that we do very well Even in the events of dealing with our ladies is we know exactly when and how to be disrespectful at the wrong times. Mm -hmm. So in my opinion, when the most effective pullout game method that I use when I was dating, if I felt like somebody was robbing me of what I was entitled to, because we just left the compensation conversation of knowing your worth. When I felt like I wasn't getting my worth, I would say, look, unfortunately, this situation is not working very well for me. So I'm going to end the date here. Now, there's possibly an order for food already placed. By the time Mm -hmm. you decide that this is the pullout time for you to make your, you know, your exit, still pay for the meal, suggest that she gets her meal packaged and ready to be taken out to go i'm going to make sure that you get home safely and i wish you the best with whatever this is that you're dealing with that has you not opening or receptive to me also being somebody that deserves the absolute best from somebody i'm seeing Hmm. so the reason i ask who's responsible because everybody has a part to play And this attitude that this young lady has where she thinks that she can just show up and bring herself to a situation and that makes Mm -hmm. the difference. And I feel like this is going to raise her conscience a little bit more when she realized that she don't even know what she did to make him do this. Because usually she's used to a guy ghosting her or, Hmm. you know, being combative of arguing, whatever those things are that you do when you don't agree With the person that you're dealing with. So respectfully, you just say, hey, look, unfortunately, this date is not doing enough for me. I'm going to get your food pay for the bill. We're going to get you home safe. And I wish you the best with whatever issue you're addressing in that moment where she's not giving you the best of what she has to offer. Because the experience that I do have with those situations is they'll call you back and they'll check themselves. Hmm. They'll ask you, well, what is it that you felt like I did? And then you get to explain, well, hey, you don't communicate. You don't pay attention to the conversations. Every time your phone flashes, it alerts you to look at that and not pay me attention. You get to really unravel what you feel. And then you get to explain to her what you expected from her on the date as well. So now you introduce Mm -hmm. her to the error and you introduce her to your expectation.
1: Okay, I I like the story or the spin on it. Once there is communication, as as far as what went wrong, mm-hmm. I guess they don't get it if unless they are you know intrigued and decide to ask a question, right? Like, okay, what happened? Right, there? right, right. And so if they if they are just nonchalant enough and they're like, I don't, I don't care, you know, then they mm-hmm. won't know. What happened, you know, Mm -hmm. they'll just be like, I guess, none the wiser. They won't know anything and they'll just move, keep moving like that until somebody says, listen, look here, don't show up nowhere else (laughs) with this mentality because it's not going to get you anywhere. You said something also that made me think as far as like when you're sending them away, you know, you're doing everything else like you're Mm going to pay for the food, you're going to make sure they get home safely. However you, you know, you're not going to actually spend the time there. Right. Right, So that means like your, your pullout game was where it needed to be. But I'm just thinking like, what if your pullout game was actually a little bit more of the effort in trying to pull things out of them as far as like, what's really there? Because (laughs) can you gauge an entire person from one date, like the, you know, the first 15, 20 minutes, 30 minutes,
0: See, can you go, here you go, can
1: you, (laughs) can you
0: my belief (laughs) my belief is no you can't but the reason why I don't think that would matter to me in that moment is because this is the least I feel she can do all right let's keep in mind that my effort my attempts to to get through to you had to somewhat work if we're at the table together like we decided that We were going to spend the evening together. Like, I think that at certain points, this is the least that she can do. So I wouldn't I wouldn't discount or discredit the fact that what you're saying is absolutely true, but we have to hold her to some type of expectation in order for her growth to actually come forward. Now, let's just say hypothetically, this man or this gentleman activates his pullout game and she's intrigued to know what it is that caused this to happen but then she goes mm-hmm. back into the existence of where she's pardoned because that's still her family you know she she kind of graduates from the just bring yourself to now being the cup pop and paper plate person ah now where so she, therefore, she she's bringing something to just bring just enough to say that she contributed.
1: Right. You will never be able to say she ain't contributed. You'll
0: never be able to tell her that she didn't contribute to anything. So now all she does hmm. is just settle for, well, I'll bring the, the plates, the cups, and the pop. Do we qualify hmm. this as growth? It's evident that she she made an attempt, but she's not trying. Hmm. Because hmm. you can see hmm. visually, you can see when when Thanksgiving or when the 4th of July barbecue, when these moments are happening, there are people showing up with bags. Like I know you've seen grandma, auntie, whoever, they got the pan with the yams in it and the pan is sitting inside of the box because the juice is going to leak everywhere. It's a process mm-hmm. that all of this right. stuff takes and you're there for it but you never contribute as much or even close to what you're seeing happening every day. So, right. so I guess that, that naive or that self-centered, cause we're not gonna call it selfish, but it is very self-centered. You're just gonna do just enough to not get what you got the first time when somebody checked you about not bringing absolutely nothing. You're just gonna do just enough. How do we right. grade this?
1: Okay, now, here I am over here, okay? I don't know why my heart is going out to this empty-handed person (laughs) and these paper plate and paper cups. I don't know why. My heart, they have my heart, right? So what I will say is there is still some thought given and provided to the person who gives and brings like the the paper supplies, whether it be the plastic uh, utensils or the paper plates and napkins, because guess what? Who's ever hosting? If we don't have these paper materials, guess what? They're going to have a sink full of dishes. It is very thoughtful. It is very thoughtful to have brought paper plates and napkins and things of that nature to cut down cleanup, right? Right, right. Now, you may not have labored over a stove and you might not have produced, you know, anything edible, but you are contributing. Now, it depends on the person that whether this is good enough or not, right? Because if you are the person that knows that you can throw down and you bring paper plates and cups, yeah, you cheating us, right? Right, right. But if you're the person that, you know, hasn't developed that muscle as far as providing, you know, putting love into action and to preparing a meal, then I'm not going to call you out just yet because I'm just going to assume you're not there yet, Right. And I'm going to accept your contribution as just that. But that's just me because that's me.
0: <laughs> wow. Right? My okay. heart goes out to him. Right, right. Right. That's why mm-hmm. you're here today because you have the yes. heart here. I'm not trying to have <laughs> the heart here. Right?
1: That's fine. That's fine. And um, for <laughs> you guys
0: listening, I'm I'm focusing on women in this particular conversation because the second part of the potluck is going to deal with the men. because there's a method to the madness that you're listening to Mm -hmm. right now i want to lead up to the accountability aspects of the family ordinance when it comes to men because a lot of what goes on in family traditions well i can only speak for black traditions a lot of these things are more or less the responsibilities of women because there is that person who sits in the den and watch the football game while all of the chaos is happening. So all of these ideals of what you're seeing in family traditions is because in some way, shape, or form, men haven't necessarily stepped up and did anything in those spaces where decency and order is needed in certain spaces. So we'll get to that. But um, my question, based on what you last said, and it kind of hit me because it still ties into The bring nothing but yourself person transitioning to the cutlery position Mm -hmm. of the family gathering. For women who claim that they gave their all to someone prior to the person you're seeing today, is it selfish of a man to respond with what do you have to offer me now if your all is still with that last person?
1: I would absolutely not use the word selfish. I mean, I feel like it's preservation of the man to make sure she has something to give him, right? Mm -hmm. Um, And I also understand that she's preserving, you know, her feelings because, you know, she was damaged from before, right? Mm -hmm. So it is just, you know, him understanding, right? Or picking up on the fact that, She is still struggling emotionally with some things that went down before. And it is his responsibility not to make her be different, but to make sure she is worth his time. Because who wants to and why should they want to deal with somebody who is just going to, you know, paper plate them all day?
0: Yeah. (laughs) Because interesting enough, when you say that you're going to be, um, you know, kind and sensitive to the position that she's in, there's really no way for a man to do that if he is preserving himself. Right.
1: Well, no, no, I'm not, I'm not going to say him preserving himself is not kind. Right. So I get it. I get it. Like I understand her position. Like I get her. Mm-hmm. Right. And and I, I'm kind as far as not being too harsh on what it is she's doing. I'm going to give her some credit. Okay. But yeah. I do not, that does not mean that she gets to, go, you know, cheat someone else from a a great relationship because she's struggling. You Mm -hmm. get it? You understand? So I feel like it would be more of a disservice of the man and probably mean for him to entertain this lack, right? Right. Knowing that it's not going to be enough. And then once she opens up, drop her. You know what I'm saying? That's that's mean. Because you knew what you were getting into, right? Mm. But if you just Mm. let, if you stop it from the start, then you being kind you're handling her with care as far as I'm concerned oh wow that's a
0: gem that's a gem (laughs) because I always thought we tend to you know pardon those things when a when a woman says you know oh I gave my all and it's like well now now I have to assess based on what you're saying as you were a person that had something and then now you're bringing me nothing but yourself
1: Mm. See, I, let, me, let me go here real quick okay. and I don't know if I can add a position to it or not, but I just want to make it very clear because I feel like we're close enough to this that just because somebody is familiar with your heartbreak doesn't mean they don't have to put you through anything, you know, like I just... When I hear and think about, like, the story, oh, you know, I went through this and I went through that and, oh, life is hard and I don't want to involve myself with this because I'm just too... Listen, I hear you. It's bad. I'm sorry you had to go through it. However, I owe you nothing. I owe you nothing. And you preparing me... Say that. You preparing me for your hardships... They came before me. Does not mean I have to handle you any differently if you're the same? You know, like if you didn't change from your last experience and you're still the same person because you're still babysitting that pain, then you're probably gonna get a duplicate experience, and that's not my fault or anybody else's fault. You you bringing the same person to a new to a new experience. Yeah. So I'm just to me, I'm just like you. You kind of have to. To me, that person is not prepared to move on. You know, referencing our, our past uh, conversation. They're not ready. You're not so ready
0: at all. Th- right. They,
1: they shouldn't be. They shouldn't be entertaining or trying to be entertained.
0: Because you you show up to me in this instance or space as the person with the Tupperware in your purse. <laughs> because, you know, you're expecting to gain something. Right, And you're hiding your intentions. You're going to keep the Tupperware in the purse. You're not going to just show up with it in your hand and let me know up front that you're hoarding or you're taking away from the Mm -hmm. space. You're going to hide the the Tupperware in your purse so that at the opportune moment, you can gather whatever it is that you see left there for you to take. So in my Mm. heart, it's like I asked that question because... It's always like treat her like a lady and um, it's all of the sensitivities to that statement. But holding right. her accountable is never a part of that when we hear these things. And I just want men to understand that it's very important that we do this when we encounter these hurt women today. But there is a way to handle them with care, as we stated by being truthful and honest and stopping them in their tracks before they create the hurt within you. And now there's two people hurting each other.
1: I have a question mm-hmm. and I don't know if you have plans for this question, like on the back end of this conversation, but can you explain or speak to what happens when a man notice a woman and her vulnerabilities and dates her anyway are, what happens actually is maybe take advantage what what what's that
0: it's a uh it's a bad spot to be in mhm because let's just say well let's just be truthful okay even though he acts like he cares he doesn't care mhm the reason why that is is because you're asking a person that was never created to be emotional to show you compassion, which kind of evolves from the emotional character he would have had to have in order for him to give you such a thing. So he's going to act like what he thinks you're asking for in those moments of your vulnerability. And then that awkward moment when he has no follow up shows up Mm. he doesn't know what to do once he gets past the all baby it's going to be okay now you now he's in your arms and you don't feel the sincerity of the embrace or now you're crying uncontrollably and he has nothing verbally to calm that storm inside of you that you're dealing with emotionally there's nothing else to follow up the initial thing that he thought to do, and right. it was it was a, a very compassionate attempt. It's not him being a liar. It's not him being a fraud of any kind. It's him. it was his best way. It was of his vulnerable caring. best.
1: <laughs> his vulnerable best. Okay, I hear that. So just let just making sure things connect for me. Mm-hmm. So in the event that a woman is truthful, right. Right, with her approach, right. and she's explaining all of her experiences and what she's dealing with. Is the responsible thing for a man that knows that that's not where he is to move on or move around that or avoid? Is that the responsible thing to do after she gives you the spill of mm. confusion and drama and sadness?
0: In most of those instances, from my personal experiences, I believe that pride typically goes before purpose. So what what happens is she explains to she explains her situation, whatever that is. And you begin to put together a plan to show her something she's never seen from a quote unquote real nigga or whatever your idea of like savior is. Like that savior syndrome type thing Mm -hmm. that you deal with within yourself is all ego based. So you go there first before you purpose yourself to truly understand how she can effectively help herself Mm -hmm. by you kind of talking her through the situation and kind of giving some ideas, some thoughts, showing her understanding and sympathy. You try to fix it. But no, you know, you don't try to fix it. You try to impress her by fixing it or at least Hmm. attempting to do so. So that tends to be another hindrance because you show up in those moments of vulnerability, but the moment of action you have no answers to. You don't know what to do for real. Like you know what you assume will possibly work, but you have no effective way to translate action in the way in which it would make a difference to what she's saying. So. Again, this is all a man trying to put forth the best effort and being vulnerable, which is something that he's not trying to do. So it's not like the guy is really trying to be fraudulent or a liar. He's really making an attempt, but those attempts are always bad because we have to honor the fact that we're not always emotionally sound in those situations. So we have to talk through those moments, even though. It would probably make her feel better if you knew how to be there. Tell her why you can't be there in that moment.
1: So, can we say men tend to be the person that brings all the desserts, even though don't no, nobody need that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> nobody need all these sweets, but you done brought all the sweets, and now we gotta eat them. Mm-hmm. And now, and now, our sugar gonna be up. Thank you. Oh yeah, that's what. Oh yeah, mm-hmm.
0: we can definitely yeah. say that. We can definitely say mm-hmm. that. I think that. Um. I think that we have so many. Uh, we mm-hmm. have so many positions in the family gathering to uncover, way more than the women, like way okay. more than the women. But um, okay. I wanted to, I wanted to talk from this position because. It's not often said that we don't really know how to contribute to a woman in a way that she will appreciate. It's not often said because in all of those examples of the bring nothing but yourself, the plates, cups and pop, the Tupperware, we tend to assume that a man put her in those positions. Hmm. We tend to assume that it's because of a man. Like I said, I gave this man my all and he just broke my heart and now she brings nothing but herself to the table. We assume that a man did those things and not that she was irresponsible with what she could bring to the situation or what she could assume to do in the event of not having what she felt like she needed or should have been able to give. Like, we just assume that a man put her in those positions. So potlucks have to truly be rearranged and reorganized to where everybody is putting their best foot forward, showing their absolute best resource, and that we share the responsibilities of these situations together.
1: Right. So um, in my mind, I'm thinking, like, so for kids, you know how kids usually don't ever contribute because mm-hmm. they're kids, Um, I guess in preparing them for adulthood and how to know that they should always be contributing and bringing something that maybe we should involve them in the preparation mm-hmm. or in the help so that they don't take on this attitude that they don't have to because it's not expected of them. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So cuz we yeah, do have
0: I, we do have the the character within the potluck that we call her and all her kids. Oh, you know. Yes. That woman that has a sizable family that she expects for everybody to account for. And usually no disrespect intended, but from my experience, she even had the kids irresponsibly.
1: Now, <laughs> Let's okay. just not <laughs> right. Okay. I
0: this see. is not direct. <laughs> this is not an indirect shot to nobody. I, we I, know.
1: I, I get it. I this get is it. Just for the sake I get it. of
0: conversation. So we have to honor the fact it's that
1: it's a real, know, it's a real thing. It's a real thing. You all right. shot your brain shot to that person. Mm-hmm. Forgive yourselves. You know, they didn't see you or hear you. They don't know what you're doing in your mind. Right. But anyway, right. the point <laughs> I, I appreciate that point. Because we can all relate to it. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, usually at the potluck, while you are um, seeing family that you probably don't get to see on a normal basis, you're seeing somebody you hadn't seen in a while. You're happy to see them, right? But then you also exchange an energy with people that you don't usually get to do so with. So sometimes all the energy that you're exchanging is not welcomed. Sometimes somebody is spilling all their beans as far as telling you all their problems right mm-hmm. and then kind of pressing upon you to help them this is sometimes where you end up with you know house guests <laughs> a little bit longer than they initially said like it's mm-hmm. just this is where these problems kind of start because you don't usually see these people but when y'all get in the same place y'all y'all are mixing and you are you're realizing that okay she don't have control over her kids Right? right. Right. It seemed like it's a lot of them, but it's because they really just poorly behave. It's just three, <laughs> you wow, know, like it's wow, it's wow. it's that type of thing. So honestly, I, I totally get you. I'm right there with you. What else do you want to bring out on this character?
0: There's a there's an energy that comes with mm-hmm. this person that we're speaking of. And before anything is usually said about this person, this person feels the energy that comes from whenever she and all her kids come around
1: oh my god right Uh, yeah yeah
0: so we look at this situation and we say well so and so and so and all her kids gonna be over here so we gonna have to do all of these things to accommodate their presence and their energy and she doesn't even conduct herself well enough to know that there needs to be a briefing before she even shows up because, of course, she's going to introduce that energy to her children who don't deserve
1: mm-hmm. the
0: backlash of what her responsibility or lack of responsibility is giving her in this moment. So the kids begin to feel isolated. Like, I know what it feels like. I know what it feels like to be one of 30 cousins and you get treated differently than the other 29. Mm. I know what those moments feel like. But again, that's the responsibility of this woman to conduct that situation in a certain way. So you're getting ready to show up knowing that you have not only your mouth to feed, but four to five others. You know that this is the energy that you're walking into. You know that of the 5 we you're just going to say five. There's no disrespect to the woman, you know, hey. She could have had five kids with one man. It's no, it's no like ghetto or colloquialism or none of that to it. It's just for the sake of the conversation. We say Mm -hmm. five kids show up of the five, three are growing boys. What is your responsibility to the nourishment of the unit as a whole that justifies what you're going to take from the table? Because this is the conversation that we're having too often What does everybody bring to the table? Yeah. So what do you bring as this woman with this hefty responsibility to this table that justifies what a person is going to either want allow you to take or the other end give you to take?
1: Well, I would say in good faith, she brings the dressing. She she brings some hearty. Some, you know, heavy, uh, hearty meals with her. Like I, I'm saying she gotta have something like macaroni or dressing like a high, a high carb with her. Big a big, 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 big pot <laughs> of it. If she if she is, you know, if she bought a business. Okay. But I'm sorry, I'm sorry. But the truth is she also comes empty-handed from time to time. Wow. Or the paper plates and the paper cups and the ice, you know. Uh, Unfortunately, look, baby, like
0: she can't be three people. The, damn it, we gotta cut. We gotta cut this off.
1: She, you know what? I get you. I understand <laughs> what you were trying to tell me. But the reality of this thing is, sometimes she is the entire messed up part about the pe- the potluck. She ruins wow, the potluck. Wow. Okay. Wow. Unfortunately unfortunately i know there are some um male stereotypes that ruin potlucks too but i've seen this one myself like it happens too much too often and you just wish it wouldn't but if she brings something we ain't got no problems she needs to she needs to bring a, a big side huge mm. and then she worth the weight.
0: <laughs> okay so now we translate this into dating a woman that brings that much responsibility what should what should her idea of dish be to a relationship situation knowing what she's bringing like what would that dish be in dating
1: Okay, so this is who who I would like her to be in a, as a successful dater with, let's say, five kids. I want her her to be a woman about her business. I don't necessarily want her, you know, scrimping and scraping to make you know you know make things happen. But I would love to know that she has taken accountability for like the life and the children that she's now responsible of, and she is doing and handling her business right. She she don't make it look easy per se, but you're not worried about. it right this is the ideal of it and she's looking for a single father maybe you know someone who has his own kids because she's not closed off to that like I don't know I'm pretty sure in somebody's ideal they have the kids and so the man wouldn't have any but I feel like if you're bringing kids you might be okay with the other bringing kids as well that's just my thought um and I mean, and y'all, you know, figure it out and make it work together or, you know, at least somebody that you know for a fact is open to it and will be, you know, a, a good father figure for your children. And I don't know how that person dates. I, um, I just know that it's extremely uh, purposeful. And, you know, they got a lot of questions on date one because you can't waste time here. Yeah. You got too, You got too many things to be concerned with. You know,
0: right. I that's, remember that's my mind. I remember this being. Um, mm, no, we're going to change that because I can't <laughs> I can't like justify why I would say such a thing, given this. OK, but um, okay. I'm going to ask you another question for the sake of conversation. Let's just say this okay. woman of, you know, five children, you know, shows up on a date and no, let's change that. Let's just say this guy is actually eager to take her out and he's very interested in what and who she is and doesn't even mind that okay she has five children because of course this was a unsuccessful marriage that ended and now she's mm-hmm. a single mom she's not you know loose as a goose or whatever oh. justified so <laughs> This guy is trying to date her and be consistent and be intentional. But every time there is an opportunity for him to take her anywhere, she always has an issue with childcare. Mm-hmm. Is it disrespectful for a man to ask, What is the relationship between you and the father of the children? Because he's being intentional about seeing you but there's no caretaking ever available when he wants to see you is he justified to ask that question
1: yes he's justified to ask that question i'm gonna say yes because i just don't feel like any question is out of bounds right if this man is interested in a woman and he wants to go out with her and he understands she has kids but these the child care has come up one time too many. He's not disrespectful for asking that question. However, I don't know if the answer to that question brings about a solution. So I can see how it might make one irritable you know, irritable. Yeah,
0: right, right. You
1: know, right. it's like, well, wherever is whatever they daddy, it ain't got nothing to do with why I don't have child care. So if he wants to be solution driven, he might come up with a plan because I do know they have like these little evening care. Like they have like these 24-hour places where you can drop off kids. And I don't know how safe that even sounds, Mm -hmm. saying it out loud. Right, right. (laughs) But I would be looking along the lines of that, like professional nannies and stuff like that, opposed to trying to figure out where the baby's father's, you know, where they are. I would be trying to set something up to be a solution if I'm trying to just get the person on a date. That's my first mind and not, you know, asking questions, just going to make her possibly feel like you're judging her, even though I feel like that question is reasonable. You do yeah. also have to understand it might cause a problem.
0: So how honest do women want men to truly be? If there's always a variable to the truth,
1: he could be as honest as he is. Like, just be honest if you're honest, but just understand that some statements are going to rub people the wrong way. And if you're just an honest being, you're probably used to rubbing people the wrong way. Mm. So it shouldn't come as a shock. Wow. That's what I'm saying. Like, I I don't... Just because you get a negative reaction don't mean the next layer changes you, right? Especially if you know it's nothing wrong with it. Now, if you want to, you know, do better as far as, like, what you ask when you ask and why you ask it, then I would, you know, be a stickler for timing, But other than that, like I don't see men changing who they are ultimately because somebody gonna get mad. Oh,
0: that's true. That's very true. No,
1: so I mean, you be honest, be who you are, and she gonna either roll the punches or not.
0: Wow, it is so much for me to say, but I'm trying to like navigate without like going too far over time because I know we try to keep these things. Um, at least under an hour, I know that you right. know there's no way to really compile all of these instances, but um, one of the reasons why I felt like this conversation was important is because it's centered around the responsibilities each of us has to somebody we truly care about as mm-hmm. well. Now, the potluck is kind of training you for the table manners that you would have to have when mm-hmm. you sit at a table with somebody you're interested in now. I can go into the whole spiel about, you know, family gatherings and how they tie into dating. But it's so much that goes on in a potluck that teaches you about respect for other people. You know, we're considerate that we're all not perfect. This is why we pray over the food. There's a possibility that you may have mishandled something in the midst of preparing the meal. And we pray over the food to hopefully ask for the impurities to be removed for the sake of our health and well-being. It's so many things that go into this space. But when we talk about dating, there's no guidelines that go into it that kind of ensures the well-being of the two people in that particular instance. So how do we how do we create this space where the two people are being considered and treated to the absolute best possible? care that they can receive from another person like how do we establish this in dating because it's a lot easier to it's a lot easier to do that with family because we already love each other but how do we do this for people that we don't necessarily know but we should still care for
1: so you're asking how do we get give like I'm I'm trying to get clear on the question. Mm-hmm. Are we trying are we on the date and we're trying to put our best foot forward on the date or are we still in the potluck trying to make sure that these people are um great daters in the future? With which one?
0: Oh, that's a good question. Okay, so despite what your status is, like how mm-hmm. do you set the table for The person that you have any type of potential with, whether that be getting to know them for the meantime with taking things slowly because you're still trying to like get over the hump and this is already understood. Or Mm -hmm. if you're the person who knows what you want, but you're still trying to be disciplined and do Mm -hmm. things by the book and take, you know, you know, responsible time. Like, how do you set the table for? Okay person to be treated fairly despite the position you're in I guess that's the better question
1: okay I I feel like you set the table with communication like you express to the person of interest that you know you're feeling the way that you're feeling like this is where I am right I want to make sure that we're on the same, we're not necessarily, okay, yeah, you want to be on in the same place in regards to getting serious perhaps, but you, you just need to communicate. The communication, I think, sets the table more so than anything. I don't know if anything else needs to be done beyond that because I think expressing your feelings to somebody as far as like what you would want for the relationship prepares it for what's next. And and if they don't feel the same way that that communication would then invite that rejection. Like, oh, I'm sorry you feel that way because I don't.
0: (laughs) Oh, okay. You know what I'm saying?
1: So I feel like when you you open up the communication as far as explaining how you feel, whatever happens next happens after you say something, like verbally express, like I am feeling you in this way, right? And whether Mm -hmm. it's welcomed or not, you know because you said something. And I think that sets the table, just communication.
0: Okay, I think that um, based on that answer I have I have a few conclusions but I'm going to hold them for the follow up because we're going to talk about, of course we're going to talk about the men too. There's mm-hmm. um, so many different characters that we have to address in the men from the turkey carver or the person that actually prepares the turkey. Usually that's a man and I've known several men to take on that huge responsibility that is like the centerpiece of the meal, but is always something that keeps them from being on time with that centerpiece to the Mm. meal. It's something Mm -hmm. that always distracts that person from doing so. Or we have the guy that is prideful and expects the big piece of chicken. Mm. And we have to talk about what what entitles a man to the big piece of chicken. So um, just to give you an idea where we're going with this potluck conversation, those are just two of a few of the variables that we have for the men. But um, what I really want to impress upon listeners is like find out who you are in the potluck and then also evaluate what your table manners are. So we can have better dates.
1: Yes. Um, but before we wrap up completely, mm-hmm. BJ, who are you at the table,
0: oh or who were you and wow. who are you now? Oh wow. Um, <laughs> my my position at the potluck was I didn't even really want to beat her. Mm. Like truthfully, I really enjoy being alone too much like way too much like I think that like um family being around and all of these variables that we come up with for each character at the table just makes me want to stay at home so in my mind I think that even today I'm at a point with holidays where it's time for me to prepare my own meal OK, it's, right. um, you know, it's it's nothing against, you know, any of the family members because, of course, you love them. But it's just the hustle and bustle, the all of the planning and prepping and discussions that have to go into bringing a multitude together. I would just prefer to stay at home, make my own meal, enjoy the comfort of my own home and not mm-hmm. be distracted or disturbed so so
1: you're you're the cousin that never shows up
0: yeah i'm the cousin that never shows up yeah
1: because that is always a thing
0: yeah i'm the cousin that does show up and you don't know he's there
1: oh no see i don't even know how you pull that off
0: yeah well, like i could i could be in the mist and not be involved at all hmm. so like that would be me that would definitely be me
1: Okay. Where do okay. you
0: get these questions from? Like you be the person that just come with a question that will like have you stumped in your mind for a nice period of time and then it makes you think and it's like, okay, I need to evaluate this about myself because why don't I like being around people?
1: Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> I mean I mean, but it you know, it comes up. So, I mean, just to put the same pressure on myself. I guess I feel like I'm several of these people. Um, I feel like I the reason I had so much care and concern for the cup bringer, the the plastic utensils, is because that's who I was. Like I was an empty-handed person for a long time because, you know, I just never had to. Like I was the child that nobody took the time out to say, "This is what we do. This is how we do it. This is you need to be bringing stuff." So I was the ignorant empty hander for a long time until I felt like the arrogant empty hander that was like, my presence is a (laughs) present, you know, like, come Mm. on, like, what do you mean, you know? And so until when I realized that that's the energy I was giving off in dating, I then, you know, took the time to make sure I was bringing something of substance, you know, going forward. And nobody had to stand me up and, you know, pay for my food and send me home. It was just something that I realized about myself, really, honestly, like, I remember a time you know, just being young and having fun and feeling bad about the fact that I would go home, live with my parents still because I was young, but the only person I was thinking about at the end of the day was me. And I thought it would be better to have someone else on my mind. And I was like, that made me ask myself question. Like, why is it just me? <laughs> you know, like why I'm just mm-hmm. consumed with myself. Right. So that kind of made me feel weird and, you know, dig deeper. So. There's my answer. And I also was comfortable for a long time in the Dean with the men watching TV because I didn't feel like I had a place in the kitchen because nobody ever made me. So there.
0: Wow. Too bad this has to be cut short because I got yeah, a well, list a of things.
1: There's a part two. <laughs>
0: oh my God. There's a follow up so, yeah.
1: conversation.
0: That is something that we're going to have to definitely follow up on. May I mean, we have a recap, too. So mm-hmm. um, there's a multitude of opportunities that we get to discuss these things. But um, I really feel like this is enough for people to engage, mm-hmm. comment, ask questions. Tell me I'm wrong. Tell me I'm right. Tell me you didn't like. Tell me what you did like. I think tell that us we missed something. Yeah, I think that this was enough for you guys to get involved at this point. Um, leave anything that you would have for us on all of our active social media. We are on Facebook. We're on Twitter. We're on Instagram. Leave your comments, your questions, your thoughts. Definitely share in this process because um, as you can see, not only did we point out the people that exist within this space, we also pointed ourselves out. In this space and this is what this conversation is all about if you have anything for me directly you can reach me at dergo that is d-e-r-g-o-b-j on all social media except for instagram instagram is the subject change um you can hit me directly on all of the who gets love social media as well and um crystal make sure that you give them your information because they probably going to talk to you more than me
1: well, just find me at Who Gets Love because it's easier, right?
0: <laughs> yeah, that, easier. Is true. that is uh,
1: true. Yeah, just meet me there. Comment there. I will see it. I will reply. Trust me. We, you know, are always pulling things from the comment sections to address in the lives when we have them. So please feel free, however you would like to get at me, if you want my handle, uh, it is The Crystal Clear on Instagram and TH Crystal Clear on Twitter. And that's really all the places that I kind of frequent. I do have a Facebook, but I forget I have it most times. So don't waste any time. Go ahead and reach out to Who Gets Love and I'll get to it.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. I hope you guys really enjoy um, these conversations because I enjoy them. Like I really, really enjoy these conversations and they're so like analytical and they unravel all of my personal demons and things that I believe that I'm hiding from the world that I eventually talk about on these episodes. So Mm -hmm. it does a lot for me personally. So I want you to feel somewhat of the same. I don't know if you call your feelings demons, but I do don't worry (laughs) about that part, but I hope you guys are enjoying this. Um, This has concluded part one of the potluck and. We will see you guys soon with the follow up part two, which is going to deal with the men. Um, Hopefully you are here to discuss all of the many, many, many personalities that men have to a household, a family, a a dinner. There's so many different people that he is in those spaces. So we're going to talk about that when we follow up. See you guys soon.